Hi, Dawn. Hi, Rich. Guess what? It's Date Night Chronicles. It's Date Night Chronicles. It is Date Night Chronicle. And we have a cider that we're trying tonight. We're going to try the Lockhorn Hard Cider. That is from Bozeman, Montana. Boar Sight Bittersweet. So that's what we're going to try. And that's from the Northwest Cider Club. We've been up to a lot of stuff. You know, we meet people and they're like, what are you doing? What are you, what are you doing coming up? <laughs> what, what, what's next on your fermented adventure? So it's that time of year and it's Christmas time or it's the holiday time or the seasonal holiday time. And we've been baking cookies. We sure have. We've been baking Christmas cookies. It's been fun to do together. Last night we did your Christmas trees. Yes, they're butter cookies. Butter cookies, and you, we got to use your fancy little press. It's a very old machine, and it still works very well. You know, I, I first of all, I love baking with you, but this is, I love making cookies, and it's, it's like that time of the year that just brings everything together. Yes, it is a lot of fun, and we still have some cookies to make tonight. We still have some cookies, and we're still talking. That's because we have cider that helps talk. <laughs> helps with the talking. So we've been up to a lot of good stuff. We... Um, we were at the Valley Forge Beer and Cider Festival. Uh, that's Starfish Junction puts that on. 2,300 people in two sessions came to that. The place was packed. Lots of great vendors and beer, wine. I'm sorry. Lots of great... There was wine too. Was there wine? A little bit, yeah. Okay, so there was a little bit of wine, but beer, wine, and mostly beer and cider. cider. And we met this really neat guy making creamy honey. And Bruce oh, Gitz yeah. was there. Uh, we also tried the food trucks, but they were packed and we never got anything with the food trucks. No. But we did get some good bacon. We did. That was delicious. That was good bacon. Yes. Do you have a favorite? Do you remember any of the beers or ciders that we tried? Uh, the German chocolate cake, I guess it was called. Something like that. That was a stout, but I don't remember who did that. No, it was like right there on the front but that was amazing. That was probably my favorite. Well, speaking of stouts and speaking of beer... We have a bonus track or a bonus part of the Valley Forge Beer and Cider Festival. Thomas Hooker Brewery out of Connecticut did not make it onto our podcast review. So stick around after our Date Night Chronicles to hear that interview. And we have an upcoming podcast this week with Pairing Cigar Bar and Media. That's going to be exciting. That will be exciting. So we haven't done any podcast interviews with cigar bars or anything else like that. No, and this place is really interesting because it has that whole ambiance and you can have a whiskey and smoke a cigar and you get a great education. Whiskey and they are big on tequila and wine as well. And it's just, like you said, the ambiance is great and... I'm looking forward to that. I'm, I'm excited to see what they, uh, what they have planned for us. Yes, me too. We'll see. Okay, so we have cider. And for those that have been following the podcast and our Instagram feed and our Facebook feed and our website. And Twitter. And Twitter now. We're on Twitter and TikTok. But if you've been following us, we joined – after talking to Emily Ritchie, who's the executive director of the Northwest Cider Association – we joined the Northwest Cider Club, and last week we got our second delivery. Now, Emily writes a great little introduction to this box, and seriously, this is definitely worth checking out. We, I think it was 12 or 14 um, 
cans and bottles of cider, and you definitely get value with this. So check out Northwest Cider Club. They are not a sponsor of the podcast, but yeah, we just enjoy their cider. We enjoy, but it'd be nice to have them as a sponsor. Sure. Right? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so this, uh, so so Emily writes a nice little introduction note. Our Big Sky Country release is the last of the year, marking the one-year anniversary of the Northwest Cider Club. Cheers to one year. This winter, we track down bottles that are incredibly difficult to find from small craft cider makers in Montana and Idaho. So I, one of the things yeah. I love about this, and we talked about with our little cider dinner, chances are we may not get to visit all these cideries, you know, Montana, Idaho, over the course of a lifetime, right. but we get to try some of their great products. And I, I think that's one of the other benefits. Um, this region continues to wow industry professionals with their premium ciders, particularly when made from Macintosh apples grown in Montana's Bitterroot Valley. We have carefully curated a little something for everyone. Dry and complex, semi-sweet, spiced fruit, barrel-aged, bubbly and solid single varietal standbys also were all about ciders you can really snuggle up with this season oh well i love snuggling and who doesn't like the season to taste big sky country is to drink in a vast varied and expansive landscape with a spirit of its own we hope you'll delight in this box packed full of special gems from a region of magnificent glacier-capped mountains, deep Azura lakes, snaking rivers, rolling prairies, and fertile apple tree domed valleys that luckily a hearty handful of cider makers call home. Have thoughts to share? Drop us a line anytime. So Emily, I love the way you wrote this, but there are a lot of syllables here and a lot of, you don't make it easy to read this over a podcast, but what you guys have done is pretty amazing. And we did our cider dinner, and one of our favorites that we had was the Cranberry Crosscut. And that's from Meriwether Cider, and that's in Garden City and Boise, Idaho. That, when I say Crosscut Cider, just the name itself describes just the cider. That was delicious. And we also did the Dry and Dandy Sparkling Cider from Western Cider. We haven't had a bad cider in yeah, this box yet, have we? Been really good. Okay, so let's do this. As I said in the beginning, as we talked about, we're going to taste Lockhorn Cidery. That's in Bozeman, Montana. We're doing the Boresight Bittersweet. I know you have a lot to say about this. <laughs> so why don't you talk about your tasting notes? Yeah. So on the news, all I could really tell it was that it's a cider and it's apples. Okay. Um, so if we ever did a blind tasting, I can't sneak a porter in no, front of you there, can no. I? Oh, God, no. That I would probably have more tasting notes on. Um, I really liked when we first poured it, all the bubbles that were sitting at the bottom. I just thought it was really neat how just, they just sat there. Um, just was kind of cool to look at. I didn't want to drink it. Tasting notes, pretty much for me, at first it had like a sour, I guess more like a bittery taste. I tasted applesauce the first time, just apples, and then it got sweeter. But I couldn't really pick up anything else for me. Okay. So you are... Very short and sweet, to your point, to what you saw. Pretty much. And as you know, yeah, <laughs> I I dissect this as if you know I'm I'm reviewing uh, a novel or something. No, but there's a to me, I, I would say there was a lot to this. And the first thing I got just looking at it, look at the color. It's like mm -hmm. straw, and you know it's almost like translucent. Yeah, of, yeah, yeah. But it really, if you look at this, I mean. 
some of this, it's a little bit darker. Like I think if you're looking at this, you may be expecting a Sauterne, which is more of a dessert wine because it really has a heavy viscous look about it. And on the nose, I had mineral. I had like a Riesling nose to it. There was a grape essence to it and very full in the nose. There's, I think even what you said as to what you got, there was a very full nose to this and it almost felt like thick. I don't know if that's a, 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 a nosing characteristic, but it, it, it nosed thick to me. And I also got apple strudel on the nose, spicy cinnamon and pepper. Wow. I know, right? Now you're going to nose And I the- love cinnamon and I didn't pick up cinnamon at all. A little bit. When I started smelling the apple strudel, mm. I started to feel like that warmth, that spicy, the cinnamon notes to it. Still no. Still, still no. no. <laughs> All right. On the palate, as I said, there's a full thick nose feel and there's a full mouth feel to this. And you get, I also got this bitter lemon, like the lemon peel. If you, if you ever bit into a lemon peel or mm-hmm. caught that. It has a dry finish, almost like a dry white wine. I, I, I thought I was going to compare it to a Pinot Grigio, but that was what I poured, and it's nothing like a Pinot Grigio. But it does have a dry finish. Applesauce, I got applesauce on the mouth, and I think that also goes to that thickness. So, again, there's so much. One of the things we talked about, and again, we had the uh, cider dinner. How many of these ciders that we, we drink that we get to share – are really are really comparable to wine, like so many yeah. people are surprised how like this it's a, it, of what they expect right, to try. We had one person here who was just going to stick with the wine, and she's like, oh, "I'll try a couple things," and she loved everything she tried. She never even opened her bottle. Of wine. No, she didn't even do that. No. So I think with that, if you're if you love cider, if you love wine, the Northwest Cider Club is nice enough to include cheese pairings. Yes. That you can buy at Whole Foods, right? Yes. Okay, good. The Northwest Cider Club or the Northwest Cider Association talks about this boresite bittersweet. By the way, all I can ask is if they could make the font bigger on this, that would be great. It's an easy drinking, gently semi-sweet cider with an abundance of character. And I would agree with that. Boresite exhibits fruit forward apple appeal coupled with timid bitter tannins. The first sip comes with a slight bite that awakens the palate before softening into more subtle, complex flavors that linger across the tongue. Blackhorn cider making approach rests on a commitment to crafting ciders naturally without sweetness or chemical stabilizers, while converging European and American cider styles in an accessible, crowd-pleasing way. Lockhorn intentionally selects French wine yeast, and maybe that's why it comes off as a wine. Maybe that's why it gets that wine characteristic because of the French wine yeast. Selects French wine yeast strains and ferments at controlled low temperature to produce cider that pairs and drinks like relaxed white wine. I didn't read these notes. I am telling you, or they're copying me. Lockhorn welcomes cider drinkers to their downtown Bozeman tasting room. A classy, comfortable remodel of a historic farmhouse garage. The cozy outdoor patio and fireplace surrounded by native wildflowers, grasses, and trees is an idyllic setting to drink in the landscape. The ready-to-adventure cans are up for a snowshoeing, tree-trimming, 
in afternoon with friends, family, and good food, or whatever your experience of the season brings. I love the description, but I think that that's so interesting. As you read the tasting notes or you read the characteristics, where where a lot of that starts to come together. Mm-hmm. Another another as far as I'm concerned, this is another winner. If you are near Bozeman, Montana, and you haven't been to Lockhorn, I would say go, especially from the way the description of the location is, right? Yeah. I think what we're going to do is we have one more um, Date Night Chronicles, and I think that'll be a, a year in review, probably after Christmas. And we welcome anyone with any you know suggestions for the podcast, any places we should go, anything we should stop doing, or anything <laughs> you think we should start doing. But this is our uh, fermented adventure. These are our date night chronicles. And anything else to add before we go make some cookies, Dawn? Uh, no, just wishing everyone a happy holiday if we don't talk to them by then. Yeah, if we don't talk to you or we don't talk at you because we're on a podcast, yeah, exactly. I guess we talk at you. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully you listen with us. Well, here's to you. Here's to our fabulous audience and the people that take the time to listen. Cheers. Cheers. Brewskits. Beer, grain, dog, bones, brewskits. Your dog will go wild. Brewskits. Beer, grain, dog, bones, a healthy alternative for your pup. Brewskits are all natural and made in the USA. Visit brewskit.com. That's B-R-E-W-S-C-U-I-T.com. Thomas Hooker Brewery, where are you guys out of? We're out of Bloomfield, Connecticut. Now, what brings you to the festival today? Well, we love this Philadelphia market, and uh, we've been down here for a number of years, and uh, we, we love to do events down here. Now, you're the emperor of the brewery. What does that mean? That's, I'm the boss. You're the boss? The boss. So are you the owner? I am. So what had you, what, where did you decide to start a brewery? That's a great question. It was, uh, yeah, it was, a, it was a failing brewery in Connecticut. We took it over about 15 years ago, and have had a nice sort of uh, growth you know, since then. Now, what are some of the expressions that you brew, or what are the flavor profiles you're looking for? We do a lot of New England-style IPAs, obviously being out of Connecticut, um, but we also like to do a lot of other things that are creative, like we have a pina colada IPA, we do some of the more traditional Oktoberfests, Irish red ales, light lagers, so we make both ales and lagers at our brewery. Now, I'm drinking the stout. Tell me about the stout I have in my glass. Yeah, so that's a real special one because that's made in conjunction with the premier chocolate maker in Connecticut. We're the only ones they share their proprietary cocoa with, and that's the Munson's Chocolate Truffle Stout. That's a huge winner for us. This is tremendous. This is great. You should be very proud of this stout. We are. I mean, and that's made with real cocoa, not a flavor or anything like that. Real cocoa. Go check this brewery out. You got to find them, Connecticut.